Hello, and uh, welcome to Fantastic Books and Where to Find Them. I'm your host, Elian Fuente, and this is my co-host, Gianni Campos. And uh, Fantastic Books and Where to Find Them is going to be our podcast series on uh, our favorite fantasy books, reviewing them, talking about them, you know, the whole shebang. Uh, so today's episode, we're doing on um, The Princess Bride, actually, one of my favorite books, and luckily, a book that I was able to introduce to my co-host. So, first of all, um, I've known Gianni since we were in kindergarten. And for the longest time, we our favorite kind of books have been fantasy books, you know. Uh, you know, I've dabbled in sci-fi and comedy and horror. But nothing really encapsulates me like a good fantasy book. So, how about we just start, start off there? We're going to be talking about how we got into the fantasy books as a whole. So, with me... I can definitely tell you that it definitely stems from uh, time with my dad when we were young. When I was young, not when him was, he was young. But we used to, I grew up on The Hobbit, I grew up on Lord of the Rings, all these different fantasy movies, and I, I love them. So eventually that stemmed into reading, reading The Hobbit, reading Lord of the Rings, um, you know, just finding every fantasy book that I could, you know, I'm a huge nerd, play some Dungeons and Dragons here and there, you know, that kind of stuff. And... Like, over time, my love for these kinds of books has just grown insurmountable uh, in insurmountable ways. So, uh, Gianni, how, do you, how did you get into uh, fantasy books, actually? You know what? It started just like you with movies. Stuff like Star Wars, again, Lord of the Rings, just all that stuff. It really introduced to me a world that you just can't find in reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Fantasy definitely books is a way to, you know experience stuff that as well humans you won't be able to experience it brings you to a whole different world and that's honestly what interested me more so like over things like non-fiction and stuff like that it really just didn't catch my eye and so it went from movies to well dabbling in reading and i just felt really encapsulated by the fantasy genre as a whole and as an escape from reality you know stress reliever anything definitely and can i say that the the one probably the one good thing that came out of this pandemic is that i've actually gotten back into reading because in all throughout elementary school and maybe the first two years of middle school book after book week after week and then eighth grade around then ninth grade like i just stopped reading and i don't know why maybe like something's changed or my interests you know getting older homework stuff like that and you know i'm growing up but it's something that I've really missed. And over this pandemic, I've had more and more time to just sit down and enjoy a good book. And this actually is my first time that I read through The Princess Bride. It was uh, earlier last summer um, where I started reading it. And I've loved the movie ever since I was 11, you know? Uh, it's been one of my favorite movies of all time. That was the one that I can just turn on with my dad and we watch an hour and a half go by. Yeah, you know, my favorite characters are in there, favorite stories. One of my favorite movies, I can literally recite the whole um, uh, movie. Yeah, I can recite the whole movie line by line. (laughs) Yeah, very. So, yeah, Gianni, was there ever a time where you didn't like reading? No, yeah, there actually was. As a child in general and in my younger years, I absolutely despised reading. I thought it was the most boring thing ever. Like, Uh I thought you were a total loser (laughs) if you read. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, Full transparency. 
I didn't like reading. And it, it was that, but I loved movies because, well, you're actually seeing it on screen, Definitely. action and all yep. that. But yep. you know what? As, <laughs> yeah. as I matured, I soon began to appreciate, well, books and the sort. I think it first started when um, I started to watch anime, believe it or not. And because many anime are um, an adaptation of, well, a book, I started to read the book to, you know, figure out what happens later on in the story. And reading manga, which are Japanese comics, yep. mm-hmm. that slowly stemmed into reading other things like light novels, which are Japanese novels, and, well, getting into books as a whole. Uh-huh, definitely. Okay, so let's talk about our book. So we have, well, right on me, actually, I have my copy of The Princess Bride, 30th Anniversary Edition. I got a couple years back, but I haven't read until recently, and... I, over the last month or two, I gave uh, Johnny my book and I had him read it, um, you know, and he told he told me great things about it because he loved it, but let's talk about why I first chose this book. As I said, it's one of my favorite movies of all time, you know, I fell in love with this at, what, age 11, and I can, it's one of my movies that I can watch over and over again, and I would never get tired of it. Um, you know, it's just one something from my child. Getting to read the actual thing, it's just so different. You know, like, I don't know if I want to say better, but there's a lot more substance in the book than there is in the movie. And I can tell you something. Um, it was a completely different experience. Like, it's not like yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I already know what's going on uh, in this book. I'm just going to read through it. But there was like, so much more and so much more detail into the story that... No, I just love it. Um, I think one big thing that really makes a distinction from watching a movie and reading a book is that a movie, you have it all on a screen. You can see what's mm-hmm, going on. Definitely. You don't have to imagine anything. But when you're reading a book, you know, you have to actually imagine it. You have to use the words they give you to paint the picture in your mind. Yeah. And it honestly just it results in a more intimate experience definitely. of what's going on. My thoughts exactly. <sighs> so... This is The Princess Bride. Um, it's, well, it's, a, it's a, the original story is by uh, Sir, Morgan, Sir Morgan Stearns, but this is a re-adaptation by William Goldman. Um, and this is the one that everybody, this is the one that the book, uh, that the movie was based upon. Uh, the original story, you know, a lot longer, <laughs> definitely. Um, so yeah. The Princess Bride is a fantasy book. But it's just, there's so more, there's much more to it than that. It's a, it's a romance book. It's an action book. It's a story of revenge, a uh, story of lust, all these different things that uh, go into one, co- one, what's the word I'm looking for? Coherent. One coherent story right now. Just all these different themes weaved together so nicely. And it's just many different people from different backgrounds all coming together and walking yeah. on the same path to uh-huh. achieve their own different goals. We're gonna get, yeah, we're going to get into that. Our characters, uh, Wesley, our main man on the mic, uh, his love, Buttercup. Uh, those are our two main characters. And then uh, we have, um, at the beginning, the, the trio of uh, Inigo Montoya, Fezzik, and Vicini. Vicini acts as uh, somewhat of an antagonist in the story. Uh, the big baddie being Prince Humperdinck, uh, the leader of the... Uh, uh, Kingdom of Florin. That's the land of which they take place in, where this whole thing takes place. 
and uh, we'll just go through a little bit of a, the little bit of the plot right now, right? Yeah, so I mean, it starts off with um, it starts off with Wesley and Buttercup on a farm, and yeah. pretty much Buttercup would ask him to do things around the farm, yeah, and he would reply with, "As, as you wish. wish." Well, because uh, Buttercup, uh, his, her, their, their family owned the farm, and uh, Wesley was just working on it at the time. So he was so just a farm boy. You know? He would reply with "as you wish," and as time went on, he all we that was all he said to her. As, as, you, as wish. you wish. As you wish. As you wish. As you wish. And as they matured say. and got older, they or Buttercup soon came to realize that every time Wesley said "as you wish," he was or he actually meant "I love you." Oh shit! That's cute, yo. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. This begins our love story between uh, Wesley and Buttercup, which really drives the whole narrative of the story. That's really the main focus. And then we have our other side side characters. We have uh, Inigo's uh, quest for revenge for the death of his father, mur- murdered by one of the uh, guards of uh, Prince Humperdinck. So we have that that goes into it. There are also even the non-protagonist characters have their own goals such yeah. as i mean even the antagonists like for, or first of all vicini uh-huh yeah Vecini, he has yeah. the goal of well with his crew of an ego and physic to start a war between both kingdoms yeah uh florin and gilder the two opposing kingdoms and then prince humperdinck has the ultimate goal of actually killing buttercup oh and, spoiler alert beep, 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 oh, oh, <laughs> but killing buttercup and inciting a war between well uh, both kingdoms yeah so pretty much Vecini and uh, Prince Humperdinck have the same goals in this thing but it just told very differently and you know I just love that each character has their own distinct personality and yeah, unique traits to each other so Inigo being the Spaniard uh, uh, quick with the blade and uh, very quick-witted and uh, on his quest for vengeance for his father uh, we have Fezzik the level uh, played by Andre the Giant in the movie, actually. Physic the Brute. Yep, the Brute. This huge seven-foot guy just hulking over everyone else. Just big, not so smart, but still, you, you, you really love the character. It's Johnny's favorite character. Yeah. He, he comes out to be a very lovable character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And is mostly just tagging along for the ride, in a sense. Vicini, uh, in that trio, being uh, the brains of the operation, the one, the Sicilian, as he calls himself. Uh, he's the one that masterminds everything he hired, uh, Fezzik and Inigo, uh, to be a part of his little crew. And in the beginning of the story, we see a bit of, um, of a dynamic where the initial crew of baddies being Vasigo, Montoya, Vecini. and Fezzik. Vecini. <laughs> mix them up. Yeah. Vecini, Fezzik, and Inigo Montoya, they were the initial group of baddies. Uh-huh. But as and the story progressed, as the story progressed, and um, or kind of spoiler alert, Vecini goes somewhere. Uh huh. Wesley replaces Vecini's spot in the group. Uh huh. And the trio, being the, brains. being the leader of uh, being the some uh, leader, somewhat of a leader uh, for Fezzik and Inigo. And they become friends and they yeah, they, uh, they help save uh, Buttercup. Yeah, they actually the get put on, or Fezzik and Aniko get put off the bad path. Yeah, definitely. So the main conflict really is between 
uh, Wesley and Prince Humperdinck, because Prince Humperdinck is planning to marry uh, Buttercup and then use her death as uh, to as a spark to incite a war. A war between, between yeah, and yeah. Just probably trying to win the war. And Wesley, I mean, he doesn't. Really, I don't know if he cares about the war, but he definitely cares about Buttercup. Is Buttercup is one true love? Uh yeah. This this whole like I'm sure we're butchering it right now, but this story. <laughs> The story is something to behold. It's one of the class, one of the like, it's a must read. I'm surprised that you haven't read it actually. No, that you I, read I it actually, until, until, until recently, haven't watched the movie or read it. Yeah. Surprisingly. I, I can't Elia believe was it. was pestering me, yeah. getting me to read the it. The last five years, I've been wanting you to watch the movie, and now you finally read the book and you watch the movie. So yep. I'm glad about that. Real happy about that. And um, there are some side characters. Uh huh, that's true. One of the more significant ones being Miracle Max. Miracle Max, that's the one of my favorites. Uh, Miracle Max being uh, someone that helps uh, the little trio on their journey. And to, yeah, uh, he actually used to work for well, Prince Humperdinck and the King. Yeah, played by the amazing Billy Crystal, one of my favorites uh, in the movie. So, that's amazing. And he actually is a wife. Despite he used to work for the king, but now he doesn't, and... He was fired by Prince Humperdinck, so he has yeah. a, his own personal little vendetta against Prince He has Prince a grudge, he has a grudge, so to say. Mm-hmm. Definitely, And definitely. he eventually, later on in the story, does help the crew of Wesley, Inigo, and Fezzik to, well, exact their... Or to, well, get revenge on Prince Humperdinck and take him mm-hmm. down. Definitely. So, that's pretty much the gist of the book, so... I've read this book about three times. You've only read it once, right? Yeah, I've yeah, read yeah, it yeah. once, watched the movie I've once. read it about three times. The first time I read it was in the summer. I read it again over winter break, and then again for this assignment. Um, you know, it's just something... It's the story that I grew up on as a child with my dad. We, you know, watched the movie. It's one of his favorite movies as well. He used to watch it a lot uh, with my mom. And, uh, you know, he loves sharing these kinds of movies. Uh, I definitely get my tastes from him. Um, but, you know, this book, it just adds so much more love to this this story that I had before. And I think one of the main, maybe, points of the book is it's a story about many people from different backgrounds uh-huh. coming together despite having different goals and ambitions and accomplishing it together. Definitely, yeah. It's I mean, good. aside from the fact that it's a story of love, a story of revenge, and many other things, it's about people coming together and working together to solve their own individual goals. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just... I don't know if I can if there's anything particular that I disliked, really, from the book. Maybe um, there were some parts where it seemed to go on and on. Like this, I remember during my second read, I noticed that... There was a bit of uh, downtime uh, when we were going through Fezzik and uh, uh, Inigo's journey that I just couldn't get into it. And I just like, I would read a page and then I would stop for like two days and I would try to get back into it. And it's just, that, it, it, was, it was getting rough to get through. But, you know, overall, it's one of my, it's, it's one of my favorite books of all time, really. And it's a book I really enjoyed as well. Maybe not my favorite, as I have other other different series and books that I hold close uh-huh. to my heart. For example, you know, Chronicles of Narnia was the big one That's that got me one. into, well, the fantasy book genre as a whole. But by all means, read the book. 
I highly recommend it. Definitely. Reading in general, if you're not that much of a reader. Read the book, then watch the movie, yo. That's how it's done. Like, I made the mistake of watching the movie and then reading the book. You're going to want to read the book before you watch the movie, trust me. I mean, the literary works that a lot of these movies are based on, they always get into the nitty-gritty, and sometimes the movie just doesn't, it won't hit the time schedule if it does that, so. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, and I think on that note... That pretty much concludes our podcast. That concludes our podcast for the day, yeah. Uh, so... Last words, read the book. Read the book! That's the last words. I will see you guys next time. Thank you for listening. That was me, Elian Fuente, and my co-host, Gianni Campos. Let's go! See you guys later.